You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, and welcome to the rendezvous. I'm excited to be with you tonight. And as usual, I'm in a good mood. I would say I'm in a very good mood because earlier on, I was invited to my goddaughter Chloe's house and her boyfriend Ben for dinner. And they cooked a little Italian dinner uh, for me with a little tomato and goat cheese, a little bit of olive oil, very nice. And then I had some pasta with the sauce that my goddaughter Chloe did very nicely for me, not too spicy. And then I had this wonderful little uh, unsweetened apple sauce with some French strawberry jam and a little bit of Nutella to finish this meal right before you come here. That is the source of joy of life before the show. I don't know what you had for dinner. I hope it was as good as mine. But if you have any questions about love and relationships, call me now, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question, call me. Bonjour, Isabelle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Isabelle. What's up? How can I help you tonight? Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Is it considered cheating to ooh-la-la with my ex-husband? We're both currently dating. We've both moved on. However, we've become really good friends and actually get along better now than we ever did when we were married. Okay. And the ooh-la-la tension is in the air. I see. And I don't know what to do. Okay, uh, let me ask you this. You are dating somebody else? Yes, and so is he. Okay, so, I mean, how would that not be cheating in your mind? I mean, if you are exclusive with somebody else and you're sleeping with your ex-husband, uh, the fact that it's your ex-husband doesn't give you a pass on the way that it's called cheating. So how would you explain that uh, to your actual boyfriend? Let's say I'm your boyfriend and how well, would you explain I, I wouldn't that to me? Explain it to him. I wouldn't explain it to him. Oh, you want to do it behind his back? Yes, and not I, feel guilty about it. Well, okay, so that <laughs> yeah, I understand. But the thing is, all you got to do is is put yourself in the position of your actual boyfriend, right? What if I were him, and he would lie to me and have an affair with his ex girlfriend? And if I ever found out, would I feel betrayed? Would I feel all the lie? So here's the thing, I would like you to think of that, and then you'll decide for your own. It's called do good to feel good. If you uh, break up with your actual boyfriend, you're free to do whatever you want. You don't hurt anybody's feelings, and it's going to be very positive. Do good to feel good. If you do bad, you cheat on your actual boyfriend who's your ex-husband, you're going to feel bad. I can't take away the guilt factor because you're hurting somebody's feelings at the end. Mm -hmm. Put his safety. So my recommendation is to be clear and honest and break up with your actual boyfriend and for your ex-husband with his girlfriend. You guys might have a second chance. I'm not saying it's impossible. I would love you to get a second chance, but do it the right way, please. You're right. I knew that's what you were going to say, even though that's not what I wanted to hear. But your advice is always solid, so I appreciate that. Anytime. Do good to feel good. That's it's a Do simple good to say. Feel good. I got that, it. That's it. That's how you have a better life and everybody else around you. Okay? Okay. Do the right thing, Isabel, and good luck to you. Welcome. You're welcome. Ciao. Let's talk a little more about this do good to feel good. How does that apply to all of our relationships? I'll explain that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I often say... Do good to feel good. That, that applies in life in general. That applies to our friends. But in relationships, when we are in a committed relationship, exclusive, 
the way to understand the do good to feel good is always to say, what if I were him? What if I were her? And it's not just about the rules of not cheating. It's also about the way we treat each other. We speak to each other, the tone of voice, what we do for each other. What would make my partner happy? That's the philosophy, the basis of do good to feel good. You want to know how I learned that the hard way? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. You want to know how I learned the hard way that it was time for me to change from being, you know, unconsidered to do good, to feel good? Years ago, uh, in my, I think, my late teens, I was 19 years old, and I dated this wonderful French girl called Sabine, and she would repeat over and over that I was selfish, right? Selfish for everything, (laughs) I guess. She was right. And one day she looked at me, she said, don't you feel bad to always be so selfish, always about you, this, that, you know, I was like a selfish 19-year-old French dude. And that really, I felt guilty. It's the first time I really felt something has to change. And when she broke up with me, it really put some light into my mind that the meaning of do good to feel good had the deep meaning. And I've tried to do that ever since, not always with success, but more and more. And I don't know if you ever tried it, but do good to feel good is do good for somebody, it will make you feel good right away. That's the right way to treat your partner in relationships. Any questions about your relationship? Call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me right now. Aria, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Aria. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. Well, okay, I don't know what to do. So I was seeing this guy, and um, basically I found out that he has a serious gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it, like everything, and he just can't help it. I mean, it, it's like this fantasy sports stuff and horses, and I right. had no idea. And we've been dating for a good couple of months. Uh-huh. And um, I basically told him I just don't want that sort of addictive energy in my life. Mm-hmm. and that he needed to get his crap together. And he called me before the holidays to wish me um, Merry Christmas and all that stuff. Right. And um, it, he left a message. I didn't pick up. I knew it was him. And he just wanted to apologize and sort of make amends to me. And he just said he really misses me, and he really wants to get back together with me. And I don't know if I should believe him or I should call him. Because it's been a couple of months, and I've been pretty strong, and it's taken a long time. I really liked him, okay. so I don't know if I should follow my heart or head. Okay. So if you follow your head, what's the answer first? No. And if you follow your heart, you will say? We. Oui. Yes. Okay. Now, let's go to the final and best tool. If you follow your intuition, what do you say? No. All right, here's your answer, Aria. Always follow your intuition. You're a woman. Women's uh, intuition is a magic... I'm sorry, but it's a magic tool. So when you don't know what to do in a relationship, always look inside of you, ask your own intuition, should I or should I not? So that's the answer. No, I don't think you should go back to him. Okay, thank you. I know it's good to hear it again, but thank you so much. You're most welcome. Be strong and have a good night. Thank you. Thank you, Aria. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Oh, I got to go to that email because it's all about who should pay when it comes to dinner time. That's going to be interesting. Stay with me.
Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. You have a question about your relationships, but you can't call me right now. Always email me your question at my email address, therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's the email tonight? All right, so this listener email is from Alyssa that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Elisa. Bonjour. I have been dating my boyfriend for about six months, and my parents really like him. But uh-huh. recently, my mom asked me to talk to my boyfriend about offering to pay when we go to dinner or lunch with them because my dad made a comment to my mom. How should I talk to my boyfriend about this? Uh, that's a good question. So basically, you're dating a guy for six months and your parents or your dad would like your boyfriend to pay for the dinner for everybody. Who's right? Who's wrong? We're going to talk about that next. Stay with me. Here's the question I just got on my email. A girl emailed me saying, Simon, I've been dating this guy for six months. We go out sometimes with my parents and my mom just asked me to say to my boyfriend, hey, it would be nice if sometimes you pay for the whole dinner. And she's wondering, should I ask my boyfriend or not? I personally believe parents should always pay, period. I'm a godfather. Uh, She's 22. I always pay for the dinner, her and her boyfriend, because we're older, we make more money, because we're the parents or parental roles. So if my parents ask me that, I would say, listen, I'm not going to ask that to my boyfriend, uh, but we don't have to have all dinner together. So I have dinner with you alone and I have dinner with him, but I'm embarrassed to ask my boyfriend, who's close to my age, I assume, that he should pay for all of us, including you, the parentals. So... Defend that position and really tell them, I don't think it's the right thing to do. You can even tell them, Simon Marcel told you so. Any other questions, call me 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. I'm here for you. Bonjour, Beth. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, um, Beth. I have a question. Sure. Uh, So I've been married for a few years and, you know, I love my husband and we haven't had any, you know, issues, but, um, I've just been seeing him text on his phone a lot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know we all lead busy lives, um, but I'm just very curious to see who he's texting. And I hate always asking him, who are you texting? What are you doing? I think it annoys him. So I guess my question is, is it fair for me to say who are you texting, or is it fair for me to even see who he's texting? That's a good question. Before I answer, uh, how long this kind of uh, inner feelings you you feeling uh, inside of you that you want to know who? How long has this been happening? I mean, it's more recent. Um, I don't know if it's like society influencing me, or you know, being curious, or me being nosy, or me. Just thinking I have the right to know because I'm his wife. (laughs) Yes, but would you say also you just missed one word? A little insecurity seems to be happening right now. Do you feel insecure? Yeah, but is that healthy or unhealthy? (laughs) Well, it all depends. Uh, Has he given you any reasons? I mean, um, is it before we? You can ask him for um, who he's texting. You know, as much as you want. That that's okay. You guys are married. I think that the the differences is that you know there's the logic questions once in a while. Who you texting? And then there's the constant worry. Is he texting another girl? Is that what you would like to ask him? Yeah, but how embarrassing would that be if if you know he says obviously not? You know. So I'm going to reach to your intuition on this one. I'm going to say, do you think in your intuition, really, he's cheating on you in any way or form? No. 
Okay, then don't ask him anything because your intuition is always right. If it's just insecurity, you can ask him once in a while. But if your intuition and you just answer a straight no to me says he's not doing anything wrong, I mean, I would just back up a little bit and ask once in a while if you want to. But always remember, why do I feel this? Is my intuition telling me something? Yes, no. If you're telling me straight no, nothing is going wrong, then relax, you know, a little bit of relaxation and, uh, and, and enjoy him. Right, right. No, I agree. <laughs> it's better to call me than to always ask him. So I'm glad you called me and I can give you some insight. Always, cool. always follow your intuition when you don't know something. Got it. Thank you. All right. Best of luck to you, Beth, and have a good night. Do you have any idea of how many people actually looked in their partner's phone when they're in a relationship? I've got the answer. Stay with me. You're going to be amazed. That's next. Do you have an idea of how many people looked into a partner's phone without their consent? What would you say it is? And think of yourself first. Have I looked in my partner's phone behind his back or her back? So uh, here's the answer I found in this research. 67% of people in relationships have looked through their partner's text, emails, etc., social media without their partner's consent. 67%. Are you part of the 67%? I'm not. Let me tell you, I'm proud. I've done many mistakes, but I don't snoop. I'm against snooping. So let's talk about why people do that. Maybe why you do it and why we should stop doing this. Uh, that's next on The Rendezvous. 67% of people in relationships, have looked through their partner's text, email, social media without their consent. Are you part of the 67%? If you're listening to me now, you can actually tweet me the answer to at Rendezvous Radio. Yes or no, are you part of the 67% that ever snooped? Okay, why do we snoop? Actually, let me tell you, I take pride in this. I don't snoop. I don't remember snooping. My parents told me, never snoop. Snooping is stealing. But why do we snoop? Curiosity, number one. Insecurity, number two. Jealousy, number three. And just because we want to, number four, because we wonder and we bored and we want to know. Okay, but let's remember this rule. That's like common courtesy. Snooping is immoral, right? So if you want to know something about your partner's phone, please follow my advice. Go to your partner and say, I'm worried about this. Let's together open your phone in front of me and show me. Then it's all good. But never go behind the back of your partner. Let's get out of snooping and I want to hear a love story. You have one? Call my love line, 855-905-8255. Have you watched my favorite new series called Roswell, New Mexico tonight. Did you watch it earlier tonight like I did? Because can I be honest, I have a pretty large TV screen actually in my studio. It's part of the privilege of this job to see what's going on in the world of romance and the world. And I watched this new series, brand new, called uh, Roswell, New Mexico on The CW. And I loved it. It's an unbelievable love story in a small town. Uh, like It goes back to a high school crush that had to stop. I can't tell you why if you haven't watched tonight's episodes. And it's how you reconnect. That's all I want to say to you, but I can't wait for next Tuesday. So if you haven't watched it tonight, you can always catch it, I'm sure, online on The CW. But watch next Tuesday at 9, 8 central on The CW, Roswell, New Mexico. It's my favorite new romantic new series, and I don't want you to miss it. Uh, let's hear a love story talking about love. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sandy. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, welcome to The Rendezvous. I heard you had a romantic story to share with us. 
I do have a romantic story to tell you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so this is the first date that I ever had with my husband. I just got married, so it's very... Oh, congratulations. Best. Thank you. And so my, my husband is actually... I knew him 20 years ago in high school. We had a crush on each... Or I had a crush on him, and he was my friend. But nothing romantic happened in high school. And then 20 years later, we reconnected, and... I invited him to a Christmas party. I sort of saw him in town, and I invited him to a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And then um, he said he couldn't come because he was going to be out of town during the Christmas okay. party. And then he said, but we could go have a drink together. And so we went to this bar, and I walked over and like sat down, and he had already ordered a drink for me. And uh-huh. we started talking. And at the time, I had like magic colored nail polish that changed color <laughs> in the temperature. <laughs> Yeah. And because he was an artist, I was like, I thought you'll like this. Let me show you this. And I stuck my finger in my drink, and then he, like, awkwardly took my hand and, like, touched my fingernail. I was like, wow, oh, my God, that's so cool. And that was the first time he touched me, and I knew right then that we were going to get married. <laughs> wow. See how timing is so important? From Sorry, that starts such a long time ago, and here you are, and you guys are married now. I love that, you know, the right timing. Such a big part of any love story. Thank you so much, Sandy, for sharing that story. That is pretty sweet and pretty artsy. So I like that a lot. Uh, You you have (laughs) a good night. Yes, thank you, Sandy. Bonsoir, you're listening to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. First of all, thank you so much for uh, spending your evening with me, whether you're at work, like me, whether you're going home from work, maybe you're driving uh, at night and listening to The Rendezvous, wherever you are and whatever you are doing, really for me and my team, thank you. I say it every night and I want to say it every night. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In French, merci beaucoup for listening to The Rendezvous. Remember, you can always tweet me or Instagram me. What are you doing when you listen to my show at Rendezvous Radio? I love to know what you're up to. Uh, another thing that I want to answer the question is, where is my podcast? Uh, where is La Confession, where the truth always comes out when it comes to relationships? Check it out. It's easy to find. You go to Ahat Radio app, type La Confession, and we have great number of new episodes on it. Check it out and listen to it before or after the rendezvous. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you again for listening. I'm Simon Marcel. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.